And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Against the Spread podcast, only on the, only on the War Report radio series. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams, on the check-in. I got a very, very special returning co-host guest with me, Stat Guy. Say what up to the people, man. Hey, what up, universe? And to my gracious host, thanks for calling me. I know I, my record has been terrible this year, so I don't even know why you're calling me, man. I, <laughs> my... My picks have been off this year. I don't know if it's been because of the pandemic or a lot of this, you know, we're playing on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. I don't know. My, my, my percentage is terrible this year, but I'm looking to get back on track and, and warm up here. So thanks for keeping me uh, at least as a co-host or, you know, someone who can uh, give a little more insight into this gambling because there is definitely some money to be made i haven't been making it personally but uh i'm, I'm trying to get back on track oh man you're not the only one man the nfl season so far has been brutal uh there's a lot of different variables i think uh not having the fans uh in the in the, in the stadium is pretty much all heart and all all muscle pretty much it's all about what the 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 team that's out there you know what i mean what they bring to the table that day that that given sunday so without the fans i definitely think that it's been a term for um, like a different type of sports betting experience this year yes. in the NFL, for sure. I would agree with that, and that might be something because, you know, as soon as when I uh, flip a switch, it goes the opposite way. But, you know, that's what they say with the NFL. It's not for long, and, uh, you know, gamble at your own risk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, but it is nice to put a, a friendly wage on a couple games and, and see if it hits. Absolutely, absolutely. First game was Thursday Night Football this week. Uh, Vegas had the Eagles by three and a half. Uh, Dunko had the Eagles by ten. He took the Eagles uh, by three and a half. They did not cover that spread. They beat the Giants uh, twenty-two to twenty-one um, at Philadelphia. So they didn't cover the spread, but they got the win. I didn't check out ten seconds of this game. Thursday night football has kind of been a wash this year uh, for me, at least. And I'm just more focused on the Sunday matchups. How about you, Stat Guy? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, the matchup, too. If, I think if it was a more intriguing matchup, mm-hmm. you know, we have the NFC East, excuse me, uh, the Giants would have been damn near tied for first or actually second with uh, with, with Dallas uh, with a 2-4 and four record if they had pulled that. Or they would have been 2-5, and five actually. But uh, it would have been nice to have seen the Giants win two games in five games but it wasn't meant to be. I stayed away from that those Thursday night games, but usually I would have went, went with the home team, which mm-hmm. was the Eagles, but they did not cover, so I would have lost that one. All righty, man. Let's move right into NFL Sunday. Uh, it's going to be October 25th, uh, 2020 NFL season, week seven of the NFL season this year. Uh, first game is going to be the Carolina Panthers against the New Orleans Saints. So we got Carolina at uh, three and three, and we got the Saints at three and two. Uh, Saints are going to be home. The Vegas uh, line for this game is seven and a half. Uh, Saints home favorite. Dunkel Index only has the Saints by two and a half. He's going to go with Carolina plus seven and a half um, over the uh, seven and a half uh, for them. Oh, excuse me. He's going to take Carolina seven and a half uh, against the spread or with the spread rather um, against the Saints. Uh, I'm not going to join him in that assessment. I think the Saints uh, are the better team here. Uh, Michael Thomas is out, so that's something to be uh, worried about if you're the Saints Saints Nation. 
Um, I don't think they're going to cover a 7.5-point spread, but I, I'll definitely take Saints' money line here just because they're a better franchise right now. How do you see this game, Stag Guy? Oh, my goodness. I think the NFL is finally warming up. We're getting some juicy matchups right now. we got the Saints at 3-2. and two. The Carolina Panthers, they've been playing excellent with 3-3 three and three mm-hmm. under uh, Teddy Bridgewater. They're coming to play. But New Orleans, give me a heavy dose of uh, Kamara out the backfield, minus uh, Michael Thomas. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Saints trying to get a little bit uh, back into their offensive juggernaut mode in, with them keeping pace with, uh, with the Bucks also in that division. So give me New Orleans, even though I'm giving up that seven and a half points against a tough Carolina Panthers team. Hey, man, I definitely got to agree with you there. Carolina has uh, come out and been a little bit more competitive than what I would have thought they would have been with Terry Bridgewater at quarterback. Um, they went out, and I think their performance against the Falcons was outstanding. Uh, the Chicago Bears, who beat them last week, are looking pretty formidable uh, right now with uh, Nick Foles at quarterback. But let's move on to the next game. We got the Cleveland Browns uh, heading into Cincinnati, Ohio, to face the Bengals. Vegas has the Browns by three and a half on the road. Delco favors the Cincinnati Bengals uh, by five. He's going to go with Cincinnati plus three and a half at home. Uh, this is a tough, tough game to really digest. Uh, Cleveland leaves a lot to be desired. One week they look like world beaters. The next week they're back down to the earth against the Steelers. Cincinnati, on the other hand, uh, Joe Burrow has been a good uh, first overall pick, but their team is sorely lacking everywhere else. So I think Cleveland should have enough to, you know, go into Cincinnati and get this win here. Give me the Cleveland Browns. Minus three and a half here uh, on the road. How do you see this game, stat guy? Yeah, excellent points there. Uh, also, I'm going to go. I think the Browns, they just got uh, shellacked by the Steelers, and that happens in the NFL any given Sunday. And um, they're at four and two. Uh, Cincinnati has been playing decent. They only have a minus 28 differential, meaning that these games, even at one and four, mm-hmm. they've only lost their games by a total of 28 points. So Cincinnati has definitely been playing better, but Cleveland, this is almost like a must-win game because, you know, uh, the Stephen A's of the world are going to try to get after uh, Baker Mayfield if they lose this game. So give me uh, Cleveland uh Given three and a half, even though it's at the Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Yeah, I definitely agree with your point there. I think uh, for Cleveland, man, it's all going to be about that run game. If they can get Kareem Hunt running that football early, uh, then it opens up the the, the door for everyone else. Um, I think the Steelers just did a good job of shutting down the run game and then you know what I mean, making Baker Mayfield uh, make some plays. So I think if he, as long as they protect the football, they should have enough to still beat the Bengals here. Um, and go and reach five and two and, and continue their season, maybe become a wild card team. Um, I I agree. And real quickly, yeah, because Kareem Hunt, he's you know he's he's in for uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, they have a really dynamic backfield, which I mentioned earlier on another one of your earlier pods. You know, he's at three hundred and eighty-seven yards, but he's at four point seven yards a clip. So he he's balling. They got a couple of studs out there in the wide receivers, uh, so I think they can they they can take Cincinnati. Absolutely, man. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Green Bay Packers headed into Houston. Uh, Vegas has the Green Bay Packers favored by three and a half on the road. Dunko Index uh, likes Green Bay by six. He's gonna go with Green Bay minus three and a half. Now this is gonna be an interesting matchup. I think Houston 
after they filed Bill O'Brien. Um, they showed a little life over the past two weeks. They got their first win, and then they lost in a nail-biter against the Tennessee Titans, who are kind of their rival um, right now um, in, in that AFC South division. Um, nonetheless, the Green Bay, they got shellacked by Tampa Bay, which we all saw on national TV. Um, you know my policy. Uh, whenever Aaron Rodgers is on, is on that field and it's less than a touchdown spread, and it's about three and a half, that seems about right to me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I like him in, in, in small spreads like these in these games. Uh, Houston is a dangerous team here, but I think Green Bay still has a little bit too much for him and too much offensive firepower um, to, to, to still take down the Houston Texans at their house. Uh, give me the Green Bay Packers, minus three and a half here on the road against Houston. How do you see this game with that guy? Yeah, uh, Green Bay, after they lost, if, if the Texans had won that nail-biter, yeah. I would be leaning to, towards them getting a little momentum mm-hmm. and making it a more competitive game. But by them losing, um, they're at 1-5. Green Bay's got to stay pay, keep pace with uh, the surprising Chicago Bears. Give me Green Bay... Uh, and at Houston, it's at Houston, but again, they're going to have limited fans. Uh, so I want to go with with, with uh, Mr. Rogers here. Yeah, I, I just think the Houston Texans they gave away a lot of big plays uh, on defense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, their secondary leaves a lot to be desired a little bit. I think Green Bay. You know, I don't I don't see Aaron Rodgers win, win losing two weeks in a row, um, and the the spread isn't that ridiculous for 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 it to be a good solid bet on. Aaron Rodgers' behalf. I think if you're going to have to put some money on anybody, let it be Aaron Rodgers with a four-point spread uh, going into Houston. Uh, next game, though, we got the battle of the five and O teams. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans. I'm pretty sure this game was postponed until this week uh, due to coronavirus. So we got an extra NFL game this week. Uh, Vegas has the Steelers by one and a half on the road against the Tennessee Titans. And Dunkel Index has Tennessee by three. At home, so he's gonna take the Tennessee Titans plus one and a half. Um, well, I put it like this: Tennessee is a solid team um, under Mike Vrabel at head coach. Um, they're making a lot of of the right moves as far as roster moves that I like to see. Um, they drafted heavy on wide receiver. Tannehill came in here, came in there, and did a, a good job with the weapons at hand. And then Derrick Henry's probably the best back in the league, um, pound for pound. You know what I mean? He's he's running guys over, and he's a big play threat, right? But at the same time, Tennessee in the past has always been a kind of wishy-washy team as far as sports betting is concerned. Just as far as my experience over the past two, three years, Tennessee's always been kind of wishy-washy. Whereas Pittsburgh, on the other hand, as far as gambling is concerned, they're usually covering for me. So I can't I can't knock Steelers this week against a five no team. Um, give me the Steelers here, uh, one and a half mi- minus one and a half to beat the Tennessee Titans. How do you see this game, that guy? Yeah, I'm gonna be in your court, uh, gracious host. I'm not a big Pittsburgh fan, even though they're five and oh. You got Ben, Big Ben. He's back, but he's you know ranked number twenty fourth in the, all his QBA stuff. He's not like super lightening it up, carrying his team. Um you got Tennessee with that nail biter last week. It's hard to go in, after that win uh to go back to back weeks it, it with such a high competition. So I'm gonna take the Steelers reluctantly, even though it's at Tennessee, for them to go to six to zero. 
Absolutely, man. I think if we we, I think seeing Tennessee go six and zero and beating the Steelers would be one of their b- biggest regular season franchise moments that they had in a long time. Um, it would definitely be a statement victory for them. Yes. Um. So a lot is actually on the line for Tennessee. They have a lot to be playing for. Um. So I would. I'm trying to. I'm like stay away from this game as far as gambling purposes are concerned. But uh, every time I pick Steelers to win, they've been winning. So and they're five and zero. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm keep the ball rolling with the Steelers on on my end. Till the wheels fall off. Absolutely. Uh, next game we got the Detroit Lions at Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Vegas has the Falcons by three at home. Uh, Dunko NX has the Falcons by nine and a half. He's gonna go with Atlanta minus three at home. One o'clock game. Uh, really quickly, let me just look at um. Detroit is at two and three, and Atlanta is at one and five. Atlanta got their first victory last week with Julio back over the Vikings. Um, Detroit uh, shellacked the Jaguars, which isn't saying much last week. So, like I said, this game is uh, Vegas has Atlanta by three. Um, this is an interesting matchup. This is the juiciness of the NFL is yeah. happening right now. Yeah, I think, I think if anything, I like I like the over in this matchup. This should be a lot of scoring. Um, give me uh, the Falcons. I think Detroit. Um, they're they're a mess when it when you really look at it. You know what I mean? They have they had the same quarterback for about ten seasons now, and they still haven't been able to build a team around them correctly. You know what I mean? Whereas the Falcons. I just think the Falcons just aren't the same team without Julio Jones in the picture. As soon as you put Julio Jones back out there, I mean, the chemistry between Matt Ryan and Julio Jones speaks for itself. Um, I think we saw that last week against the Vikings, a lot of explosive plays. As soon as you pretty much insert Julio back in the lineup, he's their best player, um, and he opens up the field for the rest of the team. Um, So I think Atlanta definitely has enough firepower with Julio back to get it done at home and get right back here on the winning column. Um, I know, uh, I think Raheem Morris is the head coach now, so shout out to him. He used to be the head coach of the Bucks, so shout out to that black man. Um, I'm going to go with Raheem Morris getting his second win here. Um, how do you see this game? Yeah, thanks for mentioning uh, Raheem Morris also, because I was thinking, I said, after Dan Quinn got canned, who took over? And uh, usually when the head coach uh, gets fired, like in Texas, they, every, all the players really start playing really uh, at a higher level. The Falcons are only at one and five, but they their differential is only minus twenty two. So they've been playing some. They should have beat the Cowboys. You can't say shoulda coulda, uh, but um, in that game alone, they be two and four. They should have beat the right. Bears. They should they should be three and three. That 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 division is that NFC South is crazy with the competition. Even though the Falcons are one and five, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Also, I thought Detroit. You know, they're playing a little better. Um, I know they got Adrian Peterson back there and uh, Stafford's doing his normal thing. I don't really trust uh, the head coach, uh, Patrice. So I want to go with Atlanta uh, to go to two and five on that pick. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. Yeah, something about Detroit. I mean, Detroit, they went out there and they surprisingly beat the Cardinals. I was surprised that they were able to beat the Cardinals. Um, But... Uh, yeah, I think just Atlanta with Julio back, you know, he's too much of a threat. You know what I mean? He's he, a opens beast. Up the, he just opens it up for everyone else. Now, if you put yeah. the Falcons roster out there without Julio, then they're, they're just they're below average. You know what I'm saying? With, with, yeah. with Julio, they're above average. So we can his move on physical, to the next game. 
Yeah, his physical presence reminds me of Calvin Johnson. He's just a man among boys in the NFL, and uh, he's going to go straight ballot Hall of Fame. Absolutely. All righty, man, next game, Buffalo Bills at New York Jets. Vegas has the Buffalo Bills by 12.5. Dunko Index has the Bills by 14.5. He's going to go with the Buffalo Bills minus 12.5. Now, I'm not a huge fan of this spread. Um, let's look at the Buffalo Bills really quickly. Um, four and two. Four and two. Yes. Um, who was their Who was their second loss? Who I know they lost to the Titans. They got shellacked by the Titans. But um, I'm trying to figure out who their second loss was. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't have it right here in front of me. Um, but uh, the Jets, they've been. I mean, they might. They are definitely uh, the oh, worst they lost team. To the in they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to Which the is Chiefs. not a bad. That's not. That's a respectable loss. Yeah, that's a respectable Chiefs. loss. Yes, but the, the the Jets are just, you know, god awful, terrible. Uh, they're making they're trading away, you know, all their personnel. Um, if if you want a yard sale pickup, call it the New York Jets. Uh, they they actually should pick up someone like a, a, a Colin Kaepernick just for some headlines, just to get. Uh, off of their backs, uh, you know, because they're god awful. So yeah. even though it's twelve and eight, I'm, I'm leaning with the Bills, unless you can convince me otherwise. I mean, yeah, honestly, um, it was interesting to see the Jets kind of roll out Flacco, and Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl, but he can't get his first win with the Jets. It's like, is is Flacco garbage or is he is he a good quarterback? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. He might be they, done. Yeah, he might see. be done. I mean, they pretty much already gave up on Sam Darnold, I'm assuming. Uh, but they didn't really do a, a good job of drafting wide receivers. Um, didn't, I think they had a chance to get one of the big wide receivers this year. They elected not to do so um, in the no, draft. They let, they, let, they let Robbie Anderson walk to the Panthers, and he's putting up some great numbers. This yeah, and year. then and then and then I would say Robbie Anderson isn't even an elite wide receiver, and he's their he was their best guy last year, and they still let him walk. Um, and, and, and Robbie Anderson, he's a good he's a B plus guy. I give yes. him a B plus as far as wide receiver, respectfully. But he's not a he's not a wide receiver one in the NFL as far as elite standards go. And the Jets still let him walk, and he was their best weapon. So I was just confused as to what type of weapons they were going to surround Sam Sam Darnold with, because it it just makes no sense. I mean, they should have probably went after Jerry Judy, who was doing his thing right now on the Broncos. Uh, just a lot to be desired with that Jets franchise right now. Adam yeah. Gates is on the hot seat. They're zero five. Give me the Hot Buffalo seat. Bills to cover 12 and a half points. Yeah, Hot seat. It's on fire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, the more I talk about it, give me the Bills. 12 and a half, and it, which is usually uh, somewhere I, I, I like the juicy spreads, but they just got shut out by uh, the Dolphins last week. And um, let's see if that continues. Absolutely. Give me the Bills. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys at Washington Redskins. Vegas. Has the Cowboys on the road, favored by three. Dunko Index has the Redskins, favored by one. Um, uh, he's going to go with Washington, plus three at home. I'm not even sure who's the starting quarterback for Washington at this point. They didn't... It's, got a, it's got a guy's name. It's, it's Kyle Allen. I, I, I yeah, checked Kyle the Allen, roster okay. because I thought Alex Smith might have been in there, but uh, he, he's listed as the number one quarterback. Okay, so Kyle Allen at QB. Yeah, Washington definitely needs a lot to be desired right now. Um, 
man, that this NFC East division is just a, a complete joke. But at the same time, Dallas has pretty much had the, the Redskins number, especially in 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 Washington. But again, this is back when they had Dak Prescott at the helm, Andy Dalton. I mean, he's doing just enough to kind of not get you know what I mean, kind of keep them in games, but he's not out there actually going and winning the game. So it'll be interesting to see like what type of game plan Dallas comes out and has because. They have been like really like flustering as of late with Andy uh, Andy Dalton at QB and even with Dak at, at the helm they were bad. So, but but as far as Dallas defense, they're getting some starters back this week. Um, the Redskins. I mean, the, I'm pretty sure the Redskins lost to the the freaking Giants. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're one in five. Uh, they're not really making too much noise after that first win. They had an upset win that first game of the year. They surprised everybody. I lost money. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys yeah. are, are, are um, not a team to be. Uh, they're not a juggernaut, uh, but give, they got to go three and four uh, against the Redskins. They, if they lose that game, I mean, you know, Stephen A. might come out there in, uh, uh, you know, some more sunglasses this week. So yeah, yeah. If, give me the, the Cowboys. Give me the so Cowboys in a must-win here. Must win. If they if they can't beat the damn Redskins, just pack up the season. And yes. Fire fire Mike McCarthy on the spot. Um, yeah, and even their and even their defensive uh, coordinator, this guy Mike Nolan. You know he hasn't. He might not have the players. I don't know the story down there in, in Big D. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is damn near a must win for them. Absolutely. All righty. Next game: Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals. Vegas has Seattle by three and a half. Dunkel Index has the. Cardinals by five and a half. He's gonna go with Arizona plus three and a half at home. Um, now this is a tough one for me. Arizona has been very inconsistent. I think they beat up on bad teams, and then teams that have good QBs, they're just not as effective. So I think their loss to the Lions um, really showed me a lot as far as the Cardinals. But then they go out against the Cowboys last week on on Monday Night Football and look like world beaters. So it makes no sense to me. Um, the Cardinals are kind of wishy-washy, similar to the Tennessee Titans team as of last year. You know what I mean? You know, it's no telling what team you're going to get. So at the end of the day, I think Seattle three and a half spread isn't that much to give away, even on the road. I think Russell Wilson is obviously the best player in this game. Um, maybe DeAndre Hopkins if you want to go tip for tat with me. But um, give me the Seahawks just because they've been on a roll lately. They, they can play from behind, and uh, they have big play capability. Um, so And they practice against a, a, a scrambling quarterback. Obviously, Kyle Murray has a little bit more speed than, than Russell Wilson does. But, um, Excellent. I think, I think the Seahawks just, just, just gotta, gotta have enough, done, have enough um, in Week 7 to, to continue rolling and beating the Arizona Cardinals. How do you see this game? Yeah. This is an 8 o'clock game, by the way. This, yeah, this game was this, moved to eight o'clock, I think. Yeah, the Seahawks, they, you know, they're the real deal because they got uh, Russell Wilson back there. Uh, he's playing at a, 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 an elite uh, level. Um, but I, I, I take this game as the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers of last week. We have the up and coming Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. but they're ready to play the uh, the varsity this week. So give me Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going on here, I think. Um, again, Arizona's kind of like, they're kind of slowly building around Kyler Murray. I like to see that, but 
Seattle just feels a little bit more like a real contender right now as far as the Super Bowl is concerned. They look like the cream of the crop of the NFC along with the Packers and maybe even the Bucks. So, um, yeah, I'm going I'm to keep rolling with Seattle as of right now to cover that spread. Next yes. game, San Francisco at New England. Uh, Vegas has the Patriots by two and a half points. Dunko Enix has the Patriots by one. Uh, Dunko is going to go with San Fran plus two and a half. Um, now, this is an interesting game. Again, this is a new year for the Patriots without Tom Brady. Obviously, you know, they had Tom Brady and they're coming off a loss. Brady and Belichick never lose two games in a row. You take Thank the Patriots you. easy money here. But without Tom Brady, I mean, I was disgusted in the Patriots last week. They actually lost me money against the damn Broncos at home. You know what I mean? Without the fans, obviously. So it's like they, they, they really don't have a home field advantage. But I was just disgusted in Cam Newton's play last week, throwing two picks, two big interceptions. He uh, couldn't really put much, much points of offense up on the board. Uh, San Fran, on the other hand, came back and responded last week Sunday Night Football against the Rams, which a lot of people didn't expect out of them. So I'm going to definitely go with San Fran here to to pounce on the Patriots um, and give something Belichick he hasn't had in a while, and that's two losses in a row. How do you see this game? No, I, I think I'm, I'm looking. Is that possible? Is New England already lost two in a row here? Um, I have him as losing streak as L two already, and it would be Bill Belichick doesn't lose two in three games in a row. Okay, so he did uh, lose last week. Let's see what they did. Let's see. Before. I don't have their record in front of me, but I have him as a losing streak of L two, meaning they've already lost two. Well, in a row. they had a they had a bye week. They had a bye week week five. Let's see what they did week four really quickly. Yeah. Um, because to see them go to uh, two and four for the Patriots, that would be yeah. They they some... lost two in a row, but it was like a, a bye week in between the losses, so it didn't really feel okay. like it was two weeks in a row. Yeah. So they that's, lost to the Chiefs, the... had a bye week, and then they lost to the Broncos coming out of that bye week. Yeah. So that gives me pause. Uh, full disclosure: I'm a 49er fan. I'm going to be rooting for them wholeheartedly at the 4:25 start. You got Jimmy G going back to New England. I mean, this is the juice that uh, intri- is that's very intriguing for the NFL. I'm going to take San Fran with the points, uh, but I'm leaning with New Orleans, uh, New England to win because wow, the Patriots losing three in a row. I mean, you know, the, the talk you, show if, they're going to the be Bron- if the Broncos can roll into Foxborough and pretty much hold Cam Newton is like damn near like zero to one touchdowns. And two interceptions and like a whole bunch of field. They won pretty much won the game on field goals. Um, yeah. It was pretty embarrassing to really see. And uh, I actually picked the Patriots to win that game, and I lost some money on that game. They were, that was really embarrassing as far as New England. So I'm pretty much off the New England bandwagon for good after that. I've seen enough. Um, any decent team can go in there and get a win. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just moster Strett, the, the 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 running back he's out but they have like a running back by committee mm-hmm. with frisco uh so they can throw it's almost like a, a former denver broncos scenario with his father uh you know uh we just they have the, a great scheme uh they they're, they're really banged up though so that's a game that i would stay away from a betting standpoint it can go either way absolutely absolutely all right next game it's going to be the Chiefs at Broncos. Vegas has the Chiefs by 9.5. Dunko Index has the Chiefs by 6.5. He's going to go with the Broncos plus 9.5. 
Um, I'm not going to join him in that assessment. Just because the Broncos came out and kind of pounced on the Patriots last week doesn't mean that they can compete with the high-potent uh, the high potent offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to just go with Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to win this game. Easy money. Yeah, all day. Uh, Denver shot their load last week, uh, beating the Patriots. Kansas City's going to start rolling. they got to keep pace with the Pittsburghs, uh, the Ravens, and these other boys. So, and even the Titans, I forgot about them. So, for that number one slot uh, in the AFC uh, conference. So, give me the Chiefs big. All righty. Next game, we got the Jaguars at Chargers. Jaguars at LA Chargers. Vegas has the Chargers by 7.5, which I think is a lot. Dunko has the Chargers by 9.5. He's going with the Chargers, minus 7.5. Now, I mean, I think the Chargers are going to win, but I don't think they're 7.5 wow. points better than the Jaguar. So if I had to money line any game, it would definitely be this one for the L.A. Chargers. I think Justin Herbert has proven that he he was deserving of a top 10 pick at quarterback. Um, he's had some explosive plays. He looks like he's a franchise QB for them. Um, I mean, they, they, re- they received a lot of flack on, on, on draft night for not signing a guy like Cam Newton at the helm and just rolling with him. So I think Justin Herbert um, definitely has enough juice Left in the tank to get a win against the damn Jaguars at home. Uh, so definitely give me the Chargers here, money line over the Jacks. How do you see the game, Sam? Yeah, unbelievable. The the, the Chargers uh, at one and four. They're not going anywhere this year, but they're definitely setting the table for next year. Um, Tyrone Taylor, you know, I hopefully he goes and gets some great lawyers because you know misfortune. He he got knocked out and he's not going to. You know, but I heard that he's dating um, my girl uh, Scandrick's uh, old friend Drea. You know, so shout out to him, oh, uh, Tyro Taylor with, with the power with, with the power move. Yeah, they they've been on the low for about six months or so. I caught a little blip somewhere, but um, I'm going to go with the Chargers with a coming out party for Herbert. Uh, sometimes these quarterbacks have a breakout type game. You know, they've been a little hard luck. Uh, they've only been minus 15 uh, in their point and differential, so they're not getting smoked. Jacksonville, eh, I don't know what they got. They got Gardner Minshew. He's, he's middle of the, he's not even middle. He's putting up some stats, but, you know, stats are for losers. So give me, give me the LA Chargers. Absolutely, man. Next game, we got. The Chucky Bowl. We got Tampa Bay versus the Las Vegas Raiders. We got the Buccaneers versus the Raiders. Um, obviously, you know, this was the team that, you know what I mean, Tampa Bay won its Super Bowl against with um, John Gruden as their uh, head coach, um, who he was recently fired from the Raiders before then. Um, but nonetheless, the Vegas line is Tampa Bay by three. Dunkel NH has Las Vegas and as an even matchup with the Bucks. They're going to go with Las Vegas plus three over the Bucks. Now, this is going to be a weird one for me. Um, I think Las Vegas has kind of shown to be a little bit formidable at three and two. Obviously, one of those wins were against the Chiefs. They lost against the Bills, which is a good team. So, now, on the other hand, though, I think Tampa Bay, obviously, Antonio Brown's not going to suit up this week, but... They kind of stole the headlines this week, which kind of gives me pause for concern as to why that was a good idea of signing Antonio Brown in the first place. I know Brady vouched for him, 
said he's going to make it work. But, I mean, without Antonio Brown being out there on the field actually catching passes, I think this is more of a distraction. Uh, I'm a Tampa Bay fan. I'm biased, so I'm going to take the minus three here. But uh, this game gives me a little little bit of pause for caution. It's definitely a must-win for us, though. How do you see this? Yeah. I think the Bucks are going to get on a roll here. Um, they're at four and two. Uh, they need to win this game. Uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, they remind me a little bit of the Cowboys. They got a little bit more uh, more sweet than sour. You know, everybody's you know, thinks the Raiders are, you know, they got John Madden is not coming through that door over there. And, and I know they've had success uh, since then, but. I, I think they're a little bit, uh, a little overrated. I, I think the Bucks are, are, are in an arms war uh, with these, uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to do whatever it takes uh, to raise that Vince Lombardi pole. So give me the Bucks in a runaway, not a runaway, but with the points. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay confidently. All righty, man. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football. We got Chicago Bears at L.A. Rams. Vegas has the Rams by five and a half at home for some reason. Um, I'm not sure why. Dunko Index has the Rams by nine and a half. He's going to go with the Rams at home minus five and a half. Um, now, the Rams are a pretty formidable team. I think Chicago is slowly starting to buy in to whatever their head coach is, is telling them. He's telling them to go out there and just grind and grit it out and get get ugly wins. And Nick Foles at the helm is is, 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 is seconding that message. And that team is starting to really buy in as far as, you know, taking it play-by-play, play, pounding the running games, you know what I mean, just, just beating you down with first downs here and there, here and there, explosive play, maybe, you know what I mean, three, four explosive plays a game, maybe. And that defense is doing his job. So I think five and a half is a lot to give up. To a Bears team with a better record than the Rams. So give me the Bears here, plus five and a half. I'm not saying that they're guaranteed to win this game, but you know, I think they could keep it close enough that, you know, that five and a half is a little bit too much to give a team that with a better record. How do you see this game? Wow, this is another squeaker. Uh the Bears, they're not any world beaters at five and one. Uh they've been winning games, you know, one point, two points, and they go into the win column, but uh the Rams, you know, they got uh, beat by the 49ers last week. They, they should be bouncing back. You know, they've actually scored more points um, than Chicago. And their defense is actually, even though everyone thinks that Chicago has a great defense, the Rams have actually given up less points per game, even if that matters. Because, mm-hmm. again, stats are for losers. So give me the Rams here. Uh, and I should be rooting for Chicago because they're not in my division. I think the Rams are going to beat Chicago. All right, man. There you guys have it. That was week seven of the 2020 NFL season. Only on the Against the Spread podcast here at the War Report. Stat guy, you got any shout outs before we get out of here? Uh, one quick shout out. I'm going to give it to Sasha Cohen this week, a.k.a. Borak, who's done it again. Uh, he's back on the map. Uh, check that out on Amazon+. Plus. Uh, get your popcorn out, uh, Borak, uh, <laughs> bouncing uh, Rudy Giuliani with his pants down. Oh, man, that's that's terrible. That's terrible. All right, man, I don't have no shout-outs, man. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at war underscore report underscore radio. Make sure you guys uh, follow me on Twitter at war report radio straight through. 
Oh man, and this is the Gangster Spread Podcast only on the War Report Radio Series, man. We are out. Peace.